Welcome to the snooze button. Hey, I'm Brittany of Brittany She and Sleep. I've got 99 problems, but my kid sleeping isn't one. Lindsay, welcome. Thank you for having me. This is really great timing. I intentionally, you guys, scheduled this episode for Lindsay in January because I feel like if you had any type of New Year's resolution, which everyone does, and you've gone off the rails, this is the one you're going to need to listen to. So, Lindsay, founder of The Daily, fitness and health guru, also having you on today was also very good for me because I've been up since five doing kindergarten registration, and I feel like even just hearing your voice, you're like very energetic. You're like a human microdose of Adderall for me. So this is great. It's the best compliment I could receive. (laughs) I mean, truly, who doesn't want to hear that? Okay, so tell me, because I will mess it up, tell our audience more about The Daily and like what you do for clients and like your whole thing. Absolutely. Okay. So in short form, the daily is an accountability program and we focus on a variety of things, but really narrowing it in on your nutrition and your movement. Um, nowadays you can Google any type of diet plan, any workout, this or whatever. Right. But the reason that people aren't having so much success doing it that way is because there's a lot of missing moments with that accountability piece. So what we do is we take on a client and her goals might be to run 10 minutes without walking. It might be to drop baby weight. It might be to like wear these jeans that have been staring at her for three years with whatever her goals might be. Our coaches build out her specific plans. So it could be a 60 minute walk on Tuesday a 55-minute walk on Tuesday, on Wednesday with a three-minute run if she wants to start running. Also, when it comes to her eating plan, we really dial in on, again, what makes sense for her when she's up in the morning, the foods she likes, the foods that she has in her house and has access to. Even a client, for instance, last week, she's like, Tuesdays and Thursdays kill me because every evening I'm going from dance to soccer with my kids. I am not home from 4 to 8 o'clock. So I always get like El Pollo Loco on the way to here or there. What do I do? Like I can't eat right. healthy. And all yep. actuality, like, yes, you can. You can get this pollo bowl from El Pollo Loco instead of the chicken and rice, sub in some lettuce, go for the guac, live your life. And even just doing it last week, she's like, this is insane. I can eat fast food and not be over the edge. So the daily kind of does that. We take on these clients. We make it a one-on-one personal, very, um, very strong structured with the ability to pivot. Um, yeah. I talk a lot about this. It's like, not every kid is the same. Yeah. Not every client is the same. Um, and I think that we have a few nuggets of like, let's really try to adhere to this. Cause I've seen it work again and again and again, right. but there is something about a personalized approach. And so it needs to right. make sense for if your house only has two rooms, like is baby going to be in a closet every night? Great. Now let's keep the consistency of baby in the closet every night. It's the same thing. If it's, Oh, you, you work a job where you sit all day. You better bet that we're going to make sure you're out first thing in the morning, getting 10 minutes of movement because that makes a difference in your life. So yes, in short, it's an accountability company focusing on your nutrition, your movement, and ultimately just trying to influence you to feel better and like enjoy your life. (laughs) I love that. I didn't realize how personalized it was. And I think that's amazing because I feel like that is the issue for so many people is like most of us would like to eat healthier to some degree or to be in better shape to work out more. But everyone has unique 
Just like the woman you mentioned where she's like not home from four to eight. There's other people who are like, I'll work out at night, but I'm not a morning person. Like, don't make me go for a run at 5 a.m. I'm that person. So like having a way to, but still adhering to the things where you're like, you still have to make changes, right? You have to make sacrifices just like with a client. It's like, I get that you only have a closet, but like they got to sleep somewhere. So we got to like hold ourselves to some rules. Totally. And I think it's, it's funny because I was saying to a girlfriend who her sister can have pizza every day and look like a million bucks and feel like a million bucks. And she was truly like bothered by it. She's like, this is not fair because when I eat pizza, you can see it on me. I can feel it. It it doesn't, it doesn't work out well for me. And I think the reality of the situation is that, and it's accepting these realities of like, Mm -hmm. kudos to all of you that can do that. I can't. And I always joke that like, okay, yeah, your sister can do that. Like her daughter's coming home with a tramp stamp when she's 14, right? You win some, you win some, you lose some. So it's, and I think especially for females and all of us trying to do so many things, it's acknowledging like, it's going to stink, but in order for me to get my movement in, it's going to be walking the kids to school. So we're going to bundle them up and it's going to be cold, but that's how I'm going to do it. Instead of like, yeah, but it's not fair because I can't and, and excuses up the walls Totally. I, that is literally the exact same conversation I have with clients who are like, all my friends' kids sleep through the night. I don't know what's wrong with her. Like, why is it so hard for her? And I'm like, same thing. I'm like, people love to tell you what's great. I can eat whatever I want. They don't love to tell you their kid, um, you know, only poops in the diaper and he's six years old or something, right? Like, everyone has their thing. Absolutely. And you just have to figure out how to work with the stuff you have. Absolutely. Um, so what gave you like the idea? I know you have a fitness background, but what gave you the idea to start the daily and like pivot to kind of your own business and launch? Totally. So I, um, I ran cross country and track at USC in college and just always loved working out. It came easy. It came natural. That's how I would like to spend my mornings, whatever. So I got into group fitness and taught for fun, big companies for a long time. Mm -hmm. What I would always notice after like a 45 minute spin class or this or that, these clients and these people that would ride literally 12 classes a week would come up and be like, what else do I need to do? Cause I'm spending so much money and I love it, but it doesn't look like I work out as much as I do. And to be frank, they were, they were so on. It was the truth. It was the yeah. truth, right? You, you would look at these people, mainly women who would spend so much money and so much time working out and they didn't look that way. Their adrenals were off the handle. They were not sleeping. They were fighting with their boyfriends or fiancés. They were quitting their jobs. It it didn't seem very reliable lifestyle-wise at all. Right. Um, so it kind of got me thinking, what about the other hours of the day? Like, yeah, 45 minutes, kill it. <laughs> but like the other 23 hours and 15 minutes, what are we doing to support that? Um, right. So I kind of just like took a step back and thought like, where is the nutrition piece? What are we actually eating the timing of our eating, uh, mm. the people that we're working out with. I think if I've learned anything, honestly, in the past 10 years of having three babies, working out a ton from working out not that much, eating so, so clean to not eating enough at all, to eating shit, to still wanting to party, all of the things. I think the one thing that I've learned that is the key to success is consistency. Mm-hmm. And so getting a hold of people and realizing like your habits are what will make or break you. Very rarely do you like rise to the level of your goals. More often you fall to the level of your habits. 
I love that. It's so you know, true. That's your baseline. So it's like if you habitually slam an ice cream sundae every night, yeah, for three nights, you're so good. You didn't do a good job. But if the habit had, has always been the ice cream, you kind of go back to it. It's human nature, right? So I like to work with people to kind of develop these new habits. You wipe the slate totally fucking clean. And your habits don't have to suck, right? They can be yeah. habits serve you that you love, whether it's like you meditate by yourself, no kids, no distractions for three minutes a morning, you know, or you right. make a habit that you and your person go out to lunch every Thursday. And it's right. thing. So I think that I saw the need for it. Um, and it was something that I'm sure was sleep. Once you were like, oh my gosh, I figured it out. Something that really affects other people. It's like you want to share yeah. the wealth. Oh my God, totally. Yeah. And especially when you start to help people and they're seeing the results. Right. So do you have, cause I think, you know, for both of our businesses, accountability is a huge piece of it. And it's why it's not just like, here's what you do. Best of luck. Right. It's like keeping people accountable, answering their questions as you're going along. So what do you do in instances where a client, like let's use the ice cream example, like that's what they've done. And they like want to default back to it. Like how do you, how do you approach it if they start eating ice cream again, or like they really want to, or they don't feel like, cause I've had these moments where I'm like, I'm going to do something better. And then I don't really feel the difference. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, well, it doesn't matter. I'm just going to okay. go back to what I was doing. It's so funny because a lot of this relates to sleep. So we have like the three day rule. It's like, you got to give it three days. Yep. You can't expect some change overnight. So I'm always like, okay, let's right. get three days. Also, we are all too smart, too savvy, and too well connected to everything to like slam a Snickers bar late at night. I'm sorry. <laughs> go to your local grocer. There's a million options. We have yes. options. So I'm not... Very rarely am I suggesting you like go cold turkey, shut it off. It's like introduce yourself to this stuff called True Whip. It has like no added Mm -hmm. sugars, no bullshit calories. And it literally is like ice cream kind of that's whipped creamy. And it's it's heaven on earth. My husband is the kids swear by it, right? It's like if they only knew this was like really clean. I think it's important to say like it's okay that every night you want that comfort food. What are our options? Uh, A lot of clients get hooked on chamomile tea with a little bit of almond milk and a splash of honey. And it's, it's mm. like, oh, come on. I, and I've never been like, I'm a tea girl, please. But what we've noticed, again, especially in women, is it's 7.30. You finally got the kids down and in bed. The kitchen is finally clean. You're like, you close the computer, you do your last email, and you guys are going to sit down and you're going to watch Yellowstone. And mm-hmm. I was in the habit of like, I'm going to have the chocolate-covered almonds, and then I'm going to have the caramel peanut butter. I really want to try this other popcorn that I bought last week. And I would just graze for, like, half of TV watching. And it was funny because it was most definitely me unwinding. It was kind of that decompression of, like, every time it went to your mouth, you were like, ah, it's the same thing with the wine, right? It's totally really I'm starving or I need the calories or I have to have this. It was the act of sitting. I finally have, like, finished all my tasks. And so – with this yes. tea with almond milk and honey thing, so many clients are like, this is freaking weird. I don't care about tea. And this is giving me all the feels. This is satisfying. Yeah. My like the sweet tooth. I'm like taking sip after sip after sip. I'm watching the show. I'm with my person. And so I think finding pivoting, like we all had to do in COVID, like right. y'all had to do when you didn't get into your like dream school, like y'all had to do when that like totally you broke your heart. It's like, you pivoting, you pivot, you find a different thing that's going to work for you. And and we've really seen a lot of success in people doing that. I love that. Like it's not taking things away. It's replacing. Yes. 
it's replacing what it is. Because I totally agree. As you were saying that, I was like, me and my sun chips. I've been going through a sun chips phase. I'm definitely throwing them away after this convo. But that's what I do. It's exactly what I do. I'm oh, like, yeah. okay, we have one episode of White Lotus left. I'm like, I need a glass of wine and my bag of sun chips. And I, that, I do definitely have that feeling of like, I'm relaxing. Everyone's asleep. Lucky right. me. So you, you got to find a healthier way to do it. It's wild because I think it's almost programmed in us as women of like, is it a thought of like, I earned this. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. Pause. Right. Pause. That, there's nothing wrong with that. I am a big fan of rewarding. It's probably like my parenting style, to be quite honest. Let's bribe. Let's mm-hmm. reward. Seems to work. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> but I think that we have to we have to really look at that narrative. I'm rewarding myself with something that's actually going to make me feel like crap in the morning. This makes right. no sense. If I was rewarding you with. I don't know, like uh, if I was stun gunning you and it felt good in the moment, but in the morning you woke up and you're like, you're like I don't want to stun gun anymore. Totally. You know, so it's like it, it, we, we need to take a second of like this thing that I think I'm rewarding myself with, it's actually not doing that. I, And that's what clients say. They're like, I'm so sick of waking up mad at myself. Oh my God, I'm 40 something years old and I'm disappointed in myself. And I, why did I have that third glass? And oh my God, I ate the whole bag. And like, I feel gross and I have a tummy ache and does anyone have any Tums? And and just kind of on that mirror go around. And so again, I have no problem with reward. Why don't you like buy that thing that's been sitting in revolve on your cart? Why don't you, yeah. when you're sitting there and you Good were point. ice cream, why not book the massage for the morning? Boom. There's your reward. I love that. You know, like things totally. that will actually serve you and build you up instead of this yes. like, quick fix of chips. Yeah, totally. Okay. So that leads me to my next question. I mean, I have so many. But then how do you feel about the whole like cheat day concept or like you're allowed to have this on this day or how many times a week or whatever? How do you like work? Totally. With um, I think we're all human, right? So it's like, I would be so sad if I were to die and like never have a Pazuki from BJ's again. Like, oh my God, live a little. Right? <laughs> right. So I'm a big fan of like, if something is out there that I deem worth it, go for it. But I am, I'm an advocate ever in my life. Like if you're going to do something, do it right. Don't right. don't go have the McFlurry your kid had last week and put in the freezer. No, make it a plan that you're going to go right. to McDonald's at 4.30 tomorrow and you're going to get your McFlurry and you're going to enjoy it. So I am like right. a total fan of having the bite here and there, the cheat, the sweet, the whatever. If you are eating 70 to 80% clean, those things really don't matter. They, they don't. Mm-hmm. Like it's a numbers game and I hate math. Um, yeah, but if you look at three meals a day three snacks a day, you're eating six times a day. That's seven days a week. Six times seven is 42. That's 42 different times you're eating food. If 40 were great and two were shitty, your odds are really in your favor. So true. So I think it's like having the McFlurry and then being able to call it. What we've seen is like the McFlurry ends up being the gateway drug. And it goes totally. I fucked the dates. I had a McFlurry at four. So now I'm just going to ruin the dinner and I'm going to eat all night long. It's like, no, no, no. The McFlurry. The McFlurry didn't kill you. Get off the train. Get off the train. You're fine. It's so true. It's so true. You know, there, there's a lot of stops before like landing in Doomville. You can have the McFlurry and hop back off. You're fine. Don't, it doesn't need to be this all or nothing, this crash and burn. This like, it isn't that we thank God that we hopefully have a lot of time and a lot of days and a lot of meals. You, you don't have to throw away a whole day because of one sideways choice. Right. It's, it's a psychological thing. Cause you're so right that like, I've had those days too, where it's like a Saturday and like, I mean, we're, we're both like football people. So like the game's on, like have yes. a beer and it's like, well, if I have a beer at two, 
Then I'm like, at 4.30, I want another one, even though I like don't really want one, but I'm like, well, I'm drinking today. Right. But that, that, that doesn't make sense. It's like, you can have a beer during the game and then not drink again. Like, that's totally. an option. Totally. You have to like get your mind, you can have mac and cheese. I also think, to your point, if McFlurries are your thing, fan, um, then it's also like, you're making a conscious choice to say like, I'm allowed to give myself a treat every now and then, and this skinny margaritas are my thing. So, like, I'm going to let myself do that, but that doesn't mean then I have four glasses of wine because I had a margarita. Absolutely. Like, savor it and enjoy it. Right. I think you, like, almost, it helps to kind of silo it. Like, this does not equal right. this, and then equals this, and then, it, it, no, no, that's, like, don't go down the rabbit hole. A McFlurry right. is a standalone. It's a McFlurry. It's fine. It's great. Okay, moving on. It's almost right. this idea, like, taking the food off the pedestal, right? Because at the end of the day, wh- right. what is a McFlurry, you guys? It, it, like, it's soft serve ice cream from a chain that has a billion locations and someone who you don't know is scooping some Oreos in it and then they're swirling it with weird gloves and they're handing it through. <laughs> like, stop, like stop, right? This is not like the holy grail of any, none of it is. And you could always, yeah. tomorrow, and you could always leave a bite in there, right? It's this idea of like, it's just food. Right. I, like, so right. you don't care. I'm like, no, I mean, I care about food, but like I could have it, I could have it tomorrow. It's not, when they put down the calamari, I'm like, oh, I have to have a million pieces right now. Like, I'm good. Totally. Totally. And I mean, a lot of this is things for us to be thinking about as parents, right? The way we're talking right. to our kids about food. Right? Because if you are, like, putting desserts, which, you know, I feel like to a degree my parents were so strict about that stuff that when I went to college, I was like, holy shit, chips, candy. Like, because I just didn't really have it. And right. we got to think about that stuff. Absolutely. It's because that's how it is in, in our household. It's like... We have Becker's cookies from a birthday party. And this morning, Madden's like, Mom, can I have a cookie? I'm like, Did you eat your breakfast? It's like 7.41. He's like, I did. I'm like, yeah, sure, have a half. Yeah. Instead of this, no, you can't. It's not till dessert. And, and again, building up, the, it's it's a freaking cookie. And he had two bites and then left the rest on the counter and forgot about it. And went outside right. and went the ball. Right? It's like, and I have noticed that. They don't even eat the whole thing. You give them a treat and you're so excited. Like, you get the candy. Uh-huh, and they have like a Skittle and they're done. My tummy hurts from the ring pop. You know, yeah. you're like, yeah, understandable. Great. Throw it in the trash. Great. It's gone. I, I think it's helpful for us as adults, too, to remember, like, originally, without sounding like, you know, your prototypical, like, nutritionist, like, food is supposed to be for fuel. It should be enjoyable. And you should totally right. enjoy it here and there. But this idea of, like, what am, where are we going to lunch? I'm going to look at the menu before. It's like... It's it's just it's let anywhere everywhere has the lettuce and the chicken and the chips and the fries and that right it's right not as much about the stuff totally so I feel like a time that and I think a lot of women listening to this are postpartum or are pregnant and all that like that's a time where your body's changed mm-hmm. and you also have suddenly like a obviously a huge load of work in front of you taking care of a person for the first time or your second or third person so like. I think a lot of women are so insecure about their bodies. They have less time to cook. They have less time to work out. So, like, what are the, the like, tips and advice you give people and women in that position? Totally. I mean, one, kudos to any woman who has been pregnant, had a baby, had multiple babies. It is the most magical thing your body can do, which, like, we, we know this, right? But if you really mm-hmm. sit back and think about it, it is insane. You just created life, grew life, delivered life, and now you will sustain yeah. life for the rest of your life. It's insane. So I think it's so important, first and foremost, to acknowledge this body that is post-babies is not mm-hmm. the body I had the year before. Mm-hmm. And, and that is the truth for, like, 
post baby one, post baby two, post baby three. It is oh, yeah. a different body. So you can't have the same expectations. And that is not to say, and I will say it loud and clear in bowls and caps, that is not to say that like, oh, your best body, you have no chance. No, no, no. Right. Absolutely not. You can still have a, an amazing, beautiful physique post 12 kids. It's going to take a different approach than what it would have taken when you were in college. So sure. I think for for that group of people... And I should say, you guys, if you're listening to this, Lindsay has three kids herself, and her youngest is just over a year. So, like, yes. you know acutely this experience. Yeah. Totally. Um, I, I think to to say it pretty transparently and honestly, it's, it's going to take you prioritizing you. And I know we hear this all the time as moms, and it's like, I, yeah, I, sure, great advice. Thank you, neighbor Susie. I'll prioritize me. <laughs> and how. And, like, they need to eat right. and all the things. One thing that's been really, really helpful and that we've seen a difference in women, especially postpartum women, is 10 minutes of movement within the first hour of waking. 10 minutes of movement. So the thought physiologically behind that is that when our body actually wakes up, you can wake up into like somewhat of a dormant state or you can wake up and, quote, kickstart your metabolism. Mm -hmm. What we're doing if we're moving for just 10 minutes in that first hour is you're almost setting the new bar of where your body needs to burn calories to maintain that activity level. So we're treating your body like, listen, I'm on the go. I'm on the move. We got to burn calories to create energy to sustain and go all day long. That does not mean that you have to go for like out your door and go sprint 10 minutes, force gump around your block. Not necessary. You can That's actually what I had in my head. I was like, should, I was like literally imagining like, I'm just going to leave the bedroom. I just go like run, run down Rosecrans and just I saw Brittany Sheehan in pajamas on Rosecrans. No. She's I'm, at Sand Dune. Yeah. No, you don't want to see that. Um, a dance party. We do, Ooh. we do like a one-two step when the kids are brushing their teeth. So lame, but we'll literally go, they're brushing their teeth. We go from the bathroom into the bedroom, into the other bedroom. Cute. And, moving it's not sitting it's not laying it's moving and it's and i think it's diligent um so if it has to be while they're brushing their teeth fine i would prefer you to be aware of like okay i'm I'm gonna make pancakes right now and i'm gonna intentionally go like kind of quickly from the pantry to the stovetop and i'm gonna squat down and up and just maybe watching the watch watching the microwave checking the time we have noticed that that 10 minutes is huge if you can i know it's not capable for everybody if you can do it solo, the mental yes. benefits from that are huge. And, and I know not yeah. everyone can. I have right. literally scheduled my nanny so I can do my movement solo. I, I need to. So mm-hmm. I will have all three of my kids from 2 p.m. on every day so that I can go run by myself at 6 in the morning and have yep. me in. And so I think it's kind of piecemealing those things together. If your person, spouse, partner, whoever, neighbor, nanny doesn't need that, you picked a good person in your life. Great. You got them right. I'm out. Yeah. And, and 10 minutes feels so digestible. Like whether you absolutely. can do it alone, it's making the pancakes. 10 minutes is not like cool, Lindsay. Great, great advice. I'm never going to ever be able to do that. Totally. Totally. It's it's something that I think is so easy to do and, and the benefits are insane. And we've seen them in so many clients that are mm-hmm. just really diligent about like, oh, I can move my alarm up 10 minutes. That's fine. No, she's not asking me to wake up. Yeah. She's asking me to go right. like you know, 602 instead of 612, whatever it might be. And yeah, I think it's important to remember a lot of snooze button people that happen to actually hit the snooze button thinking I need 20 more minutes. I'm getting 30 more minutes. 
and Britt, you can attest to this, it's proven that that, like, quote, extra minutes once you've woken up, it's, it's absolute dog shit. There's yeah, really nothing the restorative for the adult. When they wake up, they snooze, and they're like, I'm going to give myself 12 more minutes. Right. Uh, I and then you, you end up rushing. Like, if that happens to me, then I'm, like, yelling at the kids because they're running late. Well, they're running late because I didn't get them up, and now million, I'm frazzled. Right. A million percent. So I think that they should, like, the whole snooze button as an adult on the phone or the alarm, it should just be called, like, the anxiety button. Because when you <laughs> so do that, true. no one wakes up like, oh, that extra 17 minutes. I, I'm ready now. No, you're like, <laughs> no. Where are the bad You're in a bad mood. Right. So remembering that when that alarm goes off, even if it's 10 minutes sooner than what you're used to, that 10 minutes pays dividends, right? It, yeah. It, it's unreal. So I, I would really urge people to do that, to put yourself first. If you can afford nanny or help or the local Y or MCC, and you can get a little bit of coverage here or there, mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Um, another yep. postpartum thing that that I think is a good point is – realizing realizing why you're eating and why you're drinking. Are you starving because mm-hmm. you're nursing? That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Are you starving, but you're also just really freaking tired? Um, I noticed with a lot of my kids that it was way more of the, I'm so tired. And when I was so tired, that's when I'm like, I want chicken fingers. I want mm-hmm. food. I want like ugly hydrogenated oils. And so it was mm-hmm. kind of taking a second to be like, Oh, my brain is saying I want those things, but my body probably doesn't need that. My prob- my body probably just needs like right. eggs scrambled with some avocado and some chicken and a nap. <laughs> uh, it, always. Yeah, right. for sure. That actually brings me to my next question for you. Beyond the fitness stuff, same kind of idea. If you're postpartum, you're not loving your body. What are some like healthy, especially for like nursing moms, right? Because you always hear like, oh, you're starving. You need to eat more, whatever. I never felt that way, but I think a lot of people do. Um, like healthy snack ideas and ways to, you know, keep your body feeling good in those early months. Totally. Um, so, like, obviously not sponsored. Would love to be sponsored. Perfect bars, amazing. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The beauty in perfect bars is they can be on the go for up to a week. So, yes, it's a refrigerated bar, but you can throw it in your bag and forget about it on Monday and have it on Friday, and it's great, and it's healthy, and there's no salmonella right. and all that stuff. They also make like little bites and they make kid sized ones. So Ooh. you have options there of like, you don't have a 300 calorie bar as a snack, whatever it might be. Um, right. So I would really say smart snacking. Um, if you have children, you should never be hungry at four o'clock. That is where cravings go to live and fester and they get you under their hold. Um, yep. I'm a huge advocate for mom always having a snack at four. Almonds, hard-boiled egg, um, cucumbers dipped in celery. There are, again, Ooh. there are so many things at your local grocery store that if you were to, like, peruse the outside aisle, you would be surprised. When was the last time we saw someone eating an apple? It is so sad to me. Apples are so good. A crisp, clean apple. We don't think, like, I'm going to bring an apple. They're amazing. Yeah. Something yeah. that's, like, simple, a banana. I always keep stuff in my car that, like, I can snack on and the kids can snack on. You don't want to be in this position. You're not a martyr. Don't only have Cheetos yeah. in your car. It's not fair to you to only have Cheetos in your car. Right? right. Trader Joe's makes individual trail mix packages. Great. Um, you can buy hard-boiled eggs at any grocery store, too, so you don't have to be doing all this prepping. Mm, yep. Um, 
it's like very 1970s, but the Crock-Pot is such your friend when you are a mom yep. on the go. Um, I have a tendency to throw in a bunch of chicken breasts and literally salsa verde on Monday. And throughout the week, if I'm like running out of the house and I'm starving, I grab like three handfuls of shredded chicken, throw it in my mouth and go. Yeah. It's totally. having these things that are accessible to you. Protein is your best friend, especially as a female over the age of 25, um, to starve off osteoporosis to keep your blood sugar balanced and level, to get better sleep for your skin. And my favorite source of protein are, if you eat meat, chicken, ground turkey. Um, I love a salmon, a sea bass, nuts, eggs, hummus, beans, and kind of just knowing the foods that you like and keeping them available to you at all times. Yeah, I love that because actually what I'm kind of taking away from this is if instead of prioritizing all these fancy, you know, you're featured on Goop or whatever meals. It's like maybe just give yourself an hour to go to Trader Joe's and get this stuff because for most of us, it's what's available. So if all you have are chewy chocolate granola bars, then you're going to do that instead of the crock pot chicken. But I would totally grab chicken if it was available to me. Absolutely. It has to be there. Totally. Deli turkey, thinly sliced, clean deli turkey with salt and pepper. It it tastes Mm. so good. And again, yeah, it sounds great. if it's in my fridge, I'll have it. If it's not in my fridge and it's next to like a Yopla yogurt, I'm like, well, what the heck? I got to go. So I do. I think right. it's like prepping this whole idea of like buying a $48 salad every day for lunch and ordering in advance and going and picking it up. We don't really have time for that. And it's expensive. Right. You know, right. and so I think especially for a mom, having snacks and quick bites at your disposal is huge for your success. It's so true. And even for, I know this makes me sound so lazy, but for me, just even having them like in a bowl, like when I get the strawberries, not just in the container, I have to put them in a bowl, like with a paper towel so I can physically grab it or I'm not going to eat it. No, have them, have them ready. And it's funny. Ready to go. To nanny talk. That's one of the things my nanny does. Any of the stuff that I get at the farmer's market, she will literally clean the strawberries, cut the strawberries, and they're in like an adorable little bowl in the fridge so that we can make good choices. It's the best. Yes, that's how we are with hard-boiled eggs. I'm like, yes, she did eggs again because then I can just grab oh, them. Oh, good. Love that. I love that. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm sure you have a plenty, but do you have any, like, hot takes? Because, I mean, I love hot takes. I know everyone listening does. Like, things that maybe not, like, every nutritionist or expert like you would say that you feel like yes. really work for moms and you wish more people knew. Totally. Um one hot take is the opening of a bottle of wine or a new cocktail after seven. Never a good idea. Never. Mm. I'm willing to say okay. it, it is very, very rarely does it work in your favor. Um, I think to expand to that, I think the day drinking is the way to go. Um, if you want to have a great time, start at three or 4 PM. Um, mm-hmm. Generally, when we are taking in alcohol and then we are taking it in later, it messes with your sleep so much more than if you take it in early and you can metabolize it. Interesting. I love that. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, my hot take there is day drinking is the way to party. Um, (laughs) Personally, huge fan of this hot take. Love it. it, Absolutely. I I would so much. And it's funny because, you know, Britt and I both go to this funny little, I mean, it's not even a country club in Manhattan Beach. (laughs) It's like a tennis court with like a kid's flashball. Correct. But what's funny there is I have a bunch of clients that go there and I've given them the green light of if you're drinking tonight on a Wednesday, I want to see you at the club with a drink instead of you taking me, look at this drink I'm making at home at 745 at night. And so they're like, God, I can drink. Oh my God, you're suggesting I day drink? Absolutely. 
Um, you metabolize it. You're way less likely to snack later. You're going to get a good night's sleep. You have two drinks at, from 4 to 5.15, you know, and then, like, the kids are asleep and you're in a great mood and you can still get freaky with your person and then yeah, have your tea and hit the sack. Um Enough. It's actually more fun. Like thinking about it, I'm like, I would actually rather have a margarita after tennis at five and then have the tea at night than like drink my sad wine at 9 p.m. by myself. Oh, great. It's kind of depressing. Think of bath time with a cocktail. Yeah. Sign me up. I, I yeah. would be scuba Steve all night with you in the bath. Yeah. With a cocktail, you know, like dragging them up and in and being like, that bottle's downstairs. I can't wait for it. It's like, no. Do right. it during. Do it during. Um, another hot take would be that diet pills, diet foods, look at this. It's all, it's bullshit. Um, even with the whole Ozempic craze that's going on right now, it's a diet. If you're not informed of it, it's a diabetes shot that will suppress your appetite and you are seeing major results. Major, major, major. Everybody's dropping weight. The problem with that is it is not sustainable. And that's what, you know, with the daily we're we want it to, we don't want to create a lifestyle that you like want to take a break from. The whole point is totally. to make your actual lifestyle going on a shot that you have to have every other day at the same exact time. That's going to curb your appetite, which also kind of makes you feel a little manic. It fucks with your sleep. You're paying up the wazoo for it. And there is no plan of how to get off of it. It's not sounds terrifying. Right. When I'm sitting here telling you that like to tweak a few things diet wise to move a little bit more during the day could be it long term. Um, right, so- and maybe it takes a little bit longer because yeah. we're such a, like, fast, you know, everyone wants everything right now, but it's not sustainable, right? Like, if, if people use the tools you're giving them, that's just their life now as opposed exactly. to, like, what do I do to get off this diet pill? Exactly. Um, another hot take would be, and this is, you know, without sounding snotty because you have to do what makes sense for your life, and I couldn't have done this 10 years ago, but to, like, hire the professional. If you can... <laughs> hire the professional, you know, and maybe pull from one budget here and that budget there. But the amount of times with children, child rearing, I mean, getting pregnant, we had to do a bunch of fertility to get pregnant. And Mm -hmm. in the beginning, I didn't need to hire the professional because I was reading Mm -hmm. the book and I was hearing, talking to the neighbor who also had to go on Clomid and this person who had IVF. And once I was like, nope, we're going to Dr. A, we're going to Dr. Worland, we're hiring the professional. It took the stress out of it. It took the guesswork constant googling it's the same with sleep in your kids like yes you can read a lot about things online when you hire the professional it is most likely going to be done properly same goes for your freaking christmas lights for figuring out what your body needs for nutrition and and if you can find a way in your budget to hire the professional because i really think that it pays dividends long term and and it will alleviate so much more stress and anxiety of Another thing that you have to do, because let's be real as moms, it's like you're already doing all the things, right? You, you are the chef. Yeah. You are the spouse. You are the best friend. You are the storyteller. You are the bath person. You are the gardener. You are the outfit planner. You also then don't need to be the sleep consultant. Hire Britt. You don't need to be totally. the nutrition coach. Hire Lindsay. You know, and, it, and it's totally. like, kind of be like, here's one thing I'm not owning. Uh, it is since I started this business that I have started allocating so much more of our family's budget to experts because I see how much like long-term relief you have from taking something. I have this saying, everyone's good at something. No one's good at everything. So like, stop trying to be good at everything. Like, I don't know about nutrition. 
and diets and, and healthy living the way I know about sleep. And that's the perfect thing. Even like a therapist, I'd never had a therapist before. And after launching my business, I was like, everyone needs a therapist. Why don't I have one? Like I need, I'm getting one. Everyone needs a therapist. A right? tax guy? A tax guy. Give me seven. I don't know anything about it. And I don't care to. I don't want to learn. I, I, I don't want to learn. A W-9? Someone wants a W-9? Talk to my tax guy. I don't... What do you want from me? Scott's like, no, no. You have to sign the check. I'm like, no, we have a guy. He's like, no, you're not, you're not doing this, right, Lindsay? But no, I, I completely agree. It's like... We have a guy. You, you know your strengths. You know your weaknesses. You also know what you have bandwidth for. I don't have bandwidth to do that. I don't care. Right, right. And you do have the bandwidth to find the healthy food when someone tells you, because you know what? Listening to the things you're saying is actually preventing me from spending $15 a day at Sweetgreen. Absolutely. When I could get the same results by getting some stuff at Trader Joe's, right? Totally. That's we're we're just shifting the budget. Totally. Um, okay, those are well. Do you have any more hot takes? Because those are all amazing. I don't want to cut you off if you have. No, any. I think I think that's the, the gist. I mean, I have a million. Those are good ones. I can share yeah, of course. all the time, but I think that's a good good amount. Okay, so I love the move within an hour of waking. That was a great like hack. Um, so we did have a couple of questions quickly before I I let you go. Um, yes. So, okay, Anna said, do you have any tips for a first-time mom who already feels like there aren't enough hours in the day? One, honey, we we feel the same, right? We are with you on this. It's really funny how, like, the whole depiction of time really shifts when you have a kid. You're like, what did I used to – what I used to do? What I spent my time doing? I don't know. Um, I would say when you feel like you don't have enough hours in a day, I would sit down – and I would schedule, if you were to like look through the calendar on my phone, I, I like to time break because then mm-hmm. I feel like I am very diligent about, about building out that time. So for Anna, I would say, take a look at your week in a either pen to paper form or in your phone, wherever you operate best mentally. Right. And I would literally circle, highlight, or like share with your person this hour is where Anna is doing X and there is an alert yes. and it's, and you're, it's going to get informed before. I think by planning it, it's more likely to happen instead of like, Oh my God, it's, it's already Monday at 1215. How'd I not do anything versus wait, yes. I planned last week that Monday at 11 AM, I was doing a 20 minute walk with the baby. We don't have to be planning for you to like go yeah. to a gala, but it, right. I think it's time chunking and putting it down. It makes it a little bit more cemented. And you know what I love about that the most? Because I have felt this in my family as well, and I know so many other moms do, is men, A, give themselves permission to do what they want. Absolutely. They're like, I'm going for a run. I'm going surfing. My husband's surfing. He's, I'm going surfing. I mean, he asks nicely, but he's like, I'm going to go surfing today, okay? I'm like, okay, cool. And if you aren't the type who's, I mean, I know you're a runner, but if you're not somebody who, like, goes to Soul Cycle every day or, like, loves to run, it can be hard to be like, where is my time? And you just get busy being the mom. Totally. And you just forget. You just don't have the time. I've said before, having a background in running has been my saving grace because it's something I'm like, oh, I'm always going to go do. If you don't have that, now is the time to freaking get it, right? Right. And it doesn't have to be running. It can be like you become someone who saunas. You become someone who walks Mm -hmm. with your bestie every Friday morning. You have to find your thing because men unintentionally do a really good job of figuring out their hobbies and they stick to them. They prioritize them. They yep. do it. And, and power to them because they know yep. that they feel better. We get stuck in this kind of thing of like, my hobby's my kid. My hobby's my kid. No, it's not. That's not a hobby. Totally. Yeah. Not a hobby. I know. I, I was saying to a friend, I'm like, my hobby is like going to Arthur J's with my friends, like getting a drink. That can't Amen. be my hobby. 
Like, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, got an, I gotta get another one. But I do. I think it's important to look at each day and I really believe that if you take the time and you're diligent about it, you can find 10, 15, 20 minutes each day, no matter how many kids, how many jobs, how many things you have going and schedule your schedule, a solo shower. I'm showering by myself. Mm-hmm. No one's allowed up in the bathroom for 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. It makes a difference. So I would, that's what I would advise Anna to do. I love that. Um, okay. Alyssa said, if you normally work out early in the morning, but your baby now wakes early, how do you adjust your day? Great question. Other than get the baby to sleep in. Alyssa, we'll talk about that later. Right. Otherwise. Okay. One, see if you can have a person, whoever else is living in your house with you, can they do wake up? Okay. I I know that I have three kids, so maybe I'm a little bit jaded by it. Your baby loves you. Your baby will not be screwed for the rest of their life if you're not the first face they see upon waking in the morning. Promise. Correct. Promise. I know it's hard. I know it's hard with the first. I was like, no, they have to see me all the time. So I think that's something you have to realize of like, if I choose three mornings a week that I am not here when he or she wakes up, that's okay. Mm-hmm. That's okay. Sure is. So that's thing one. Thing two is you should absolutely be talking to Brittany so that you can get up at six, you get home at seven, and then you get to go wake up the baby at seven. Yeah, be the dream. Um, next, I would say, okay, let's pivot. Let's see if you just for this time frame because nothing lasts forever. Can you become a lunch hour workout person? Mm-hmm. I'm a morning gal. I get it. But can we say for one month, I'm going to be mentally okay with this idea that I'm going to spend my 1130 to 1230 each day doing my fitness. Yeah. So I think that again, we're pivoting a little bit. We're also calling upon our person. Hey babe, can you make sure that you are up at 610? Cause the baby's been waking up at 615. I'm going to be out the door at 6am. I'll be back right. at seven. I will do this and that and this, but I just need you to cover me for that 45 minutes. Yeah, and, and maybe sometimes it's as easy as just like asking. Like sometimes we just don't ask. Like, well, the baby's up at six, so there's nothing I can do. Like, and the husband, yeah, there are the amount of times I'd be like, oh, you don't want to, right? He's like, I don't think, I never said I didn't want to. I got it. And you're like, oh, I'm just assuming. No, Britt makes a great point. Asking or being, or nudging, like, hey, you're cool with this, right? If we're all married to the guys who think we are, they're like, yeah, sure. What do you, for yeah. you to go work out, of course. Right, give and take. Prioritize. Of course. I love it. Um, okay. Emily said healthy lunch ideas for a working mom. I have no time to cook and I eat crap as a result. Been there. I love a little meze platter. Give me a Mediterranean feel for lunch. Mm. It's quick. It's easy. So you can literally get that. We all know, um, the little lunchbox that the kids have that have like the 17 different compartments in them. The little, yep. I look at that as like an adult charcuterie board. I'm like, let me. So I literally will go in the kids ones. They make, um, you can get them on Amazon, all the places I will go like hummus, cucumbers, sliced turkey, carrots, everything will be covered in everything but the bagel seasoning. And then I get to graze. Again, I I don't want to have three bites of a meal and be done. I want to have yeah. 48 bites. I want to get to feel like I'm yes. getting all of it. So I love this idea of kind of like a Mediterranean tapas plate to go. Um, also an at-home salad. And you really can't yeah. go wrong with like a massive bag of baby spinach. And then you, when it comes to cooking, and I am by means no chef, I always just go, am I going American gastro puppy? Am I going Mexican? Am I going kind mm-hmm. of Asian? And from there is where I'll add in certain things. So if I'm going Asian, I bought edamame at the store yesterday. I'm throwing in edamame. I'm throwing in corn. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go soy sauce over the top and top it with Yum. my chicken from the night before. 
surprisingly really, really good. If you think, if you kind of conceptualize your meals of like, I want to lay down my base of veggies first. Yep. Then I want to go protein and then let's add the fixings, right? Let's add the right. like avocado, the this, the that. But if you always think of like, I start with a bed of lettuce. My protein is ground turkey. Okay, I want to go Italian. Perfect. I'm going to go some marinara sauce as dressing. Ooh. And I'll, you're like, Fun. who thought that this is actually good? I want to add some like green beans or asparagus. Yeah. And again, if you have those things in your fridge, you're way more likely to utilize them instead of I have nothing in my fridge. I'm just going to heat up this old burrito. I love those because the first one, the meze platter, that is like when I make my kids lunch ahead. Emily, so listen to this. Yes. You could do your lunch for the next day. So like you literally take your planet box out and eat it. Exactly. And the salad stuff, I feel like it would be very easy to write down what you'd want your Italian salad or your you know, Asian salad. And then you get all those ingredients. Totally. And you just have them in the house. And it's there. And yep. another like budget note that I think is worth it. Um, buy the pre-cut fruit, buy it, buy mm. it. and the stuff that's why yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. How, you got time to cut a watermelon? I don't. No, no. I don't have time for that. So I'm going to pay $48 I, yeah. for the cut watermelon because if I don't, I, I'm going to end up with the pita chips. Right? right. So knowing in your budget of like that pre-cut fruit, I will actually eat that instead of this bag over so here. True. I'm not buying all this stuff that I have to then wash. I have to then prep. No, no, no. I'm going to get the bagged lettuce that's been washed four times. I'm going to throw out the crispies and the tortilla strips that come with it. And I'm going to use that. I love that. Yeah. It's like spending, there are, there's such a case for like spending a little bit more for your own like health and well-being. It goes back to all of everything else you've been saying. I agree. Um, Okay. I'll close with my last question. Sarah asked, what friend do Brittany and Lindsay share that is just the bee's knees? This is an actual question I got on my Instagram. Do so you know who it is? Sarah that introduced us. <laughs> but, but honestly, to Sarah's question, one of the things that I wanted to kind of speak on, and it's perfect, is you do really want to have a support system. You want to have a mm-hmm. community. You want to have friends that get it and buy in. I swear to God, mm-hmm. it was just this morning. I got my kids dropped off, and I texted her. I'm walking. Wanna walk. It was the most man lead text there was no emojis there was not even a full send i'm walking wanna walk no walk with me she goes pier in seven she met me at the pier seven minutes Love later it. and we had 32 minutes and we walked and we giggled and we talked and we planned ahead for the trips we're gonna do. and i still would have gone by myself but some people don't yeah. like it. some people don't want to walk by themselves totally it, having a friend who also values health that is like, yep, I can walk. We have the same schedule. We dropped our kids. I think that's huge. So we both adore Sarah. Yeah. Sarah. And I do think that, and again, it's the same with sleep. It's you got to get people that buy into what you're doing. Nope. Mother totally. line, you were not doing sleepy, cuddly naps. You can cuddle before, <laughs> you can cuddle after. Right. Mother in law, I love you. No, we are not doing pizza every night when I'm at your house. Right. Totally. Yeah, having people that buy in is huge. And you, because I've told you this, I like DM'd you once and was like, I just love your quotes. Your quotes are amazing. But you always write about stuff like that, like surrounding yourself with people who lift you up. And part of that is people that if you're like, hey, I'm going to try to like have margarita after tennis, but like then like cool it for the rest of the night. They're not like, come on, have seven beers. Absolutely. Like, whatever it is. Like you find your people that are on the same page as you. I love that. Absolutely. Yeah, we, we were like, I was at a dinner one time and I was meeting a bunch of girls and they'd order spinach artichoke dip. 
And I was like, oh, can you just send some cucumbers with it too? I don't want to go ham on the chips, but I want to try the dip. And so I did a cucumber and the dip and whatever. And this girl's like, you don't eat chips? I was like, I mean, no, I eat chips. I don't really care about chips right now. I just want to try the dip. She was like, I can't believe you don't eat chips. And it was so snidey and gross and not supportive and rude. And what's wild is that con- con- the conversation continued. And she likes to sleep with all of her children in her bed. And I was like, no, no, we- that doesn't work for us. We to each his own, honey. We don't do that. And she was like, you don't. You don't do that? And it was the same thing. I was like, oh, there are there are haters, you guys. There are haters out there. They yes. will expose themselves. Steer clear of the hater nation. The hater nation. <laughs> we all have a friend. We all have a hater in the nation. I get it. Um, okay. This has been so much fun, Lindsay. Thank you so much. Just the pick-me-up I needed. I'm very inspired to make myself a healthy lunch now so to cute. get my 10 minutes of movement every morning. Yes. And maybe in a few months, I'll be brave enough to meet you and Sarah at the pier. I would love that. For a jog. If, um, if anyone has questions or inquiries or any of it, you can find a bunch of our stuff on www.thedailywithlindsay.com. Yes. Or like all of us, we are on Instagram and we are like live and vocal and fun. And so you can DM us on Instagram too all the time with any questions or concerns. For Amazing. the snooze button listeners and all of your fans, we would love to offer one of our free recipe guides and we do like a seasonal recipe guide that's quick, easy. It's like no more than eight minutes of prep time, any of that. Amazing. Um, and we want to offer you guys a friends and family discount to join the daily, to be a real client, to get assigned a coach, to get your calendar and all that fun stuff. So you can literally reach us on our website and there's a submit messaging page there or on Instagram on the daily with Lindsay and DM us like, I listened to you on the shoes button. We love you and we can collab and we can get together and do all the fun stuff. Amazing. And I will put, um, I made a couple of notes of the things you mentioned. We'll put that in the show notes, you guys too. So if you're listening to this, look in the show notes, whatever code Lindsay gives us information for you guys on Instagram, your website, um, so that you guys have full, full access to live your best life, your new healthy, wealthy life. I love it. Thank you so much, Britt. And thanks for listening guys. Bye guys. Thanks Lindsay. Loving the snooze button? Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. And please leave a review. I will read it and internalize it, so make sure it's very glowing. If you're interested in working with me or learning more about my courses, head to brittanysheehan.com or follow me on Instagram at Sleep.